Hello everyone, welcome to the episode 90 of Soul Lead Saturday. The guest we have today, Law and Sherry of the Law Everett Group are known for their highly effective coaching, teaching and speaking on the importance of personal growth and how it impacts our influence as a leader. With more than four decades of combined experience in training, coaching and leadership, they also have received training and mentoring from well-known and successful coaches and teachers from the likes of Tony Robbins, Zig Zagler, Brian Tracy, John Maxwell, Jack Kenfield, Paul Martinelli, and our certified leadership coaches and corporate trainers. So would you like to join me to welcome both of them, the owners of Law Everett Group, Law Everett and Sherry McManus. So let's just explore their career journey and find out how did they find their passion and area of interest and managing to lead it. Hey, hi, Lo and Sherry. Very happy to have you on the show and really appreciate all your time and consideration. Sure. Thanks for having us. We're excited. So as per our tradition, actually, we have the general segment to begin our episode, which is more or about passion or the interest. And... Uh, the question that we have is that, you know, you are in the field of business management, consulting and coaching. So how did you find your interest in that particular field and what motivates you to be there every day? Mm. How did we, how did we find our interest? Well, did you want to start with that on your side? Sure. Well, that's always a good, good, good question where how does it all start, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know my mom loves to share the story when I was uh, very young and we had neighborhood kids hanging out. And here I was the littlest one out of all of them and telling them the agenda for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh, so I always had uh, the characteristics of leadership, of, uh, you know, having that influence with others. And then as I grew into it, into more roles throughout the diff my different careers that I've had, um, I've really, you know, dove into that uh, in the last several years uh, to really create and we created this business with mm -hmm. that. So really just the, the a, a natural characteristics, but we always say that leaders are not born, they're made. So I really had to do my own digging with good mentors and coaching along the way. Wow. And even, I think you even, you had that, that business ownership mentality too, yeah. like entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. I think mm -hmm. that that's yeah, a big yeah. thing. I think that uh, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs seem to have that in their heart mm -hmm. um, from, you know, from, from a very young age. Uh, for for me, it was the same way. Uh, for me, I did have. Um, I don't, actually, unlike you, I don't think your your parents didn't have any business ownership. No, uh, but my dad did. My dad, my dad owned his own business um, when I was younger, and it always kind of sparked an interest for me to to be that way as well. So from a very young age, I owned my own little small little side hustles and then all of that. So I've always wanted to to be my own boss. Mm -hmm. uh, Getting into business coaching and leadership uh, coaching as well is something that um, the the reason that I began that uh, it was because I was doing it for other companies mm -hmm. and I was always a management and executive level and and that's one of my roles was to help develop our team and develop our department and so why not do that for other people right I mm -hmm. mean that's really what it comes down to is using that experience and that knowledge that you have and the passion that you have to do that. So um, 
the interest of, of owning our own business started very young, but the interest of business uh, coaching and leadership development uh, happened over time because that is what we ended up doing is managing our own teams and, and leading our own teams and growing ourselves. Uh, what motivates us to be where we are? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, what motivates me, and I think Sherry would, would ha- agree with this, what motivates me and our company is seeing the progress and the change in our clients and those that we serve. That's really what keeps us motivated and keeps us going today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that because we get to see those results. When we get to see mm-hmm. our clients' results going from not knowing if they're going to be able to make payroll one day to four months later, doubling the size of their business and their revenue. And over a year, increasing that to over 500%. uh, And seeing that progress, that is what drives us and motivates us to continue doing what we do. Mm -hmm. Would you agree to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. We love to see the transformation, you know, and, you know, there's tons of coaches out there, but what, what really the end of the day where it's in the people business and mm-hmm. it has to be a, uh, about them and not mm-hmm. about us or, or about you. <laughs> um, it's about them helping. How, bottom line is how can you help others to get where they want to go, mm-hmm. even though they may not know it, but we could see things that they can't. And those are those blinders, right? Everybody has them. Um, so it's always nice to see that transformation uh, that they never even thought was possible mm-hmm. and to, to see that uh, result. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. So is it like a driving force whenever it comes to the client satisfaction? If they are satisfied, uh, it's more or like a driving force for anybody to, you know, whoever is uh, uh, establishing their business and doing the business. So right. I would like to take it that way. And thank you so much for sharing. It is pretty interesting because uh, both of you mentioned something like, you know, uh, it starts with the family, even though you have your business already or finding out the qualities or the strengths. Uh, it also starts with the family, like, you know, they find out something about you and uh, encourage you to pursue it further. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. Moving towards our next section, which is more about, you know, questions from the audience, where we have two questions under that segment. First is, why do you think diversity and inclusion is a crucial part when it comes to the business? It's a great question. I think that's a question that everybody should ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you see, there's um, more power in numbers and there's even more power in diverse ideas and diverse people, bringing, bringing in uh, and partnering with people from different backgrounds, from different ideas and different thoughts, brings in a whole new level into your business. Mm-hmm. You're able to understand and bring in these new ideas because you see in business, if we're, doing, if we're just in business for us and we're not bringing in diverse people, uh, people of diverse backgrounds, um, and including them in the in these ideas, even from uh, even from different generations, right? Because we people bring in different thoughts and different ideas. We can't go just by our own. There's a phrase that one of our mentors tells us has told us in the past: is you don't know what you don't know, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. And so, in order to find out what you know, one of the things you you should do is surround yourself with people 
that are different than you are. Mm-hmm. Because then that brings in new ideas, that brings in new concepts, uh, so that you as a business and your mission and purpose can continue to grow. So I believe it's extremely important, and I think that it should be a, a priority in any company, any business to partner, even if you're a solo entrepreneur, mm-hmm. to partner with other business owners mm-hmm. that are different than you are, that don't look like you, that don't have the same culture as you, that come from a different generation as you, because that brings in a whole different dynamic for you mm-hmm. to be able to provide the services that you provide to serve other people. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, would you like to add anything to it? Uh. Yeah, I, I, I'm a vision person. So I love the, the whole, it really boils down to perspective. When you have different people from all different backgrounds, it's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. So imagine there's a beach ball and it has all the different colors on it. Well, you can see one side and see a certain color and I can be on the other side and see a different color. And it, all we have to do is just shift it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, imagine you know, your team is made up of a beach ball and it has many beautiful colors. Mm-hmm. And we, all we have to do is just make sure we keep shifting so we can all get uh, everybody's perspective. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a great example, actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. It was really, very insightful. And uh, one more question that we have under the same segment is that, you know, uh, you have the DIC method, which stands for dominance, influence, steadiness, and compliance. So what is it about and how can it help for personal development development or growth? Yeah, so so DISC is a human behavioral personality assessment, but it's a little deeper than that. Um, And and the the DISC assessment that we Mm -hmm. use for our clients and anyone uh, who who would like to see where they fall also includes a leadership perspective. Mm So what this does is it provides the ability for a group of people to see where they fall. How do they communicate? What is their style of communication? And how do they lead? Because if we can identify that in people that we lead and those that we serve, and even in ourselves, now we have the ability to know how to communicate with them effectively to be able to get results, not just for us. Mm-hmm. but also to provide that satisfaction for that other person. Um, it's good for couples too. You know, yes. Sherry and I, for those of you that don't know, we are a married couple. We've been, uh-huh. been in business and owned businesses since 2005. And one of the, it took us quite some time to actually do something like that. And when we became trainers in the DISC assessment, in, in the DISC behavioral analysis assessment, mm-hmm. we said, well, we've got to take this ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we found out a lot about one another, more or less why it is that we communicate the way we do mm-hmm. and also why it is that we respond a certain way when we're not communicated well uh, with effectively. Uh, and then and it helps us to determine what role we each play in the business. So it's really effective um, in not just understanding who you are, but understanding who other people are. So mm-hmm. that you can effectively communicate. It's great for sales too. I mean, be honest with you, and, and because it's it's a it's a tool that you need to use for the benefit of a relationship, not a benefit to be uh, what you just manipulate, right? We don't manipulate with those inf- that information, but we use it to help other people um, and help ourselves in our business. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I it, it is. I was thinking of the sales thing as well because, mm-hmm. again, um, any service or widget or project product that you have, 
-hmm. It's a people business, right? We need to communicate that um, people, you know, on the buyer's journey, you know, it's, it's emotional. So we need to listen and we need to really hear what, what the prospect or potential or even just family and friends to really stop and think and to really listen what the other person has to say. I'm not saying it's easy. It definitely needs to practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, like I know I when I grew up, we, we heard the expression, you know, think before you speak. Um, and that just takes that pause. And mm-hmm. and when you when you that's just the crux of it. But then when you actually have a, a disk assessment or any type of, you know, there's tons out different type of out there types that are similar. But if you can speak the language from someone, you can get a lot out in a in a positive sense and use your as we say use your smarts for evil or not your you, smarts you, you for, not use, use your, your smarts, smarts for, for evil, evil. Yeah. <laughs> use it for the benefit of others right i mean if you're if you if you think about it right i'm sure we've all uh-huh. we've all met somebody who we've met them for the very first time but it feels like we've known them forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and if we feel just really feel connected with that person mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and the amazing thing about that is all of us can be like that person Mm. We have the ability to connect with people on, on that level where within I me mean, theoretically and by, by all intents and purposes, it's stated that you literally have seven seconds to connect with somebody for someone to feel like they're connected to you. You have seven seconds to do that, wow. whether it's verbal or nonverbal. Uh-huh. And if you can connect with somebody in that seven seconds, then you've got a relationship that you've built and they'll pretty much do what you want them to do in, in, uh, in retrospect, of course, and, and, and based upon what it is that you want to provide them. Um, but so that's what, that's what, what the value is there of using something like, like disc. Yeah. So it is pretty interesting. Actually, you chosen like a four factors under that, right? One is the dominance. Other is the influence. Third is the steadiness and fourth is the compliance. So is there any specific reason that how did you come up with that uh, dynamic? Yeah, well, we didn't come up with that. That 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 the disc itself has been around for a long time. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. And so, so this disc is something that that can be used and has been used for way before we were in business. Okay. Uh, we've been able though. We we have uh, our method of disc that we use. Uh, it incorporates a little bit more to it, like the leadership and and more on the communication mm-hmm. piece of it. Um, and. Every one of us falls on that scale, whether it's the D for dominance, I for influence, S for steadiness, or C for compliance. We all fall mm-hmm. somewhere on all of those, okay, on all four. But we all we all have a, a little bit more of a we have more of a, a dominant factor. So one of a, so we either more of a higher I or a higher S or a C lower than the others or higher than the others really mm-hmm. determines where we fall. And how we communicate and what motivates us, right? Mm-hmm. And as an example, uh, and we change over time. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, as an example, if you were to have me do a disc assessment about ten years ago or so, mm-hmm. I would have fallen on a very high D. I would have very dominant, very more of a uh, kind of a no nonsense, very direct, very uh, very much on the dominant side, more of a D I, where I, I love being out with people and. Love being uh, being the partier and being the center of attention, uh, whereas now I'm more of the higher C. I'm more of a CI. My dominance has been balanced out a little bit over time from personal development, 
Mm-hmm. So it just shows that we do change over time and it gives us a really nice guideline on ourselves. But can you imagine if we can have our team or those that we serve also take these, which is what we do for our clients. We encourage our clients to take this assessment so that we know where they are, they know where they are, uh, and how they can improve on their leadership and communication skills. Yep, yep. So very important point that you highlighted here, which is more or like, you know, it's always an evolving thing, actually. So when it comes to the personal development growth, any area you take it, actually, it is always evolving on your personal side, whether it is a personal side or the professional side. So uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Moving towards our next segment, which is more or about like, you know, fun segment or relaxation segment, where I'm going to give you three keywords, which are more or associated with your career or the work. And you have to just tell me whatever comes to your mind. So it can be like a abstract uh, content or it can be a replacement keyword or it can be like, you know, after hearing all those three words, if you want to come up with something creative uh, to talk about those three, you can come up with that as well. And we would be happy to hear more. So are you ready? Yeah, sure. (laughs) So the first keyword that we have is empowerment. Empowerment. People. Say team. Team. <laughs> Teams. All right. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, second keyword that we have is speaking. We are doing a lot of that. <laughs> Mot- motivation. Wow. Yes, yeah, this is really a good one, actually. Uh, <laughs> because I think uh, it's very important that whoever is a speaker, it is important that they are more motivational. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> otherwise the audience will run away so uh and the third keyword that we have is uh we talked uh in earlier segment also a little bit which is behaviors influence influence okay that's yeah. habits habits all right yeah that's funny you see influence when under behaviors i had influence under speaking, speaking. Uh, it's interesting how how that works because you can take all three of those words empowerment speaking and behaviors and put it under one word called influence (laughs) if you think about it like it encompasses all of that right how we actually it's one better leadership because leadership is is influence influence. yeah (laughs) that's true (laughs) yeah 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 and uh yeah thank you so much being the Mm -hmm. impromptu in this particular section we have one more segment where we are going to explore your career work and volunteering a little more. So here we have a question about your the law Everett group mission and purpose. So tell us more about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, our, our focus um, is to transform today's leaders in a way you with using our uh, business coaching and executive leadership development. Uh, and in overall, really, it comes down to influencing uh, other people and changing their lives. Mm-hmm. That is our mission, really, is to transform other people into realizing that there, there is, uh, uh, they, there's more to what they see. And as leaders, we need to be able to look beyond that. So mm-hmm. our mission of transforming today's leaders is really what it is that motivates us to provide solutions to solo entrepreneurs all the way up to the corporate level and, and, and large organizations that that provide the ability for us to see past our stuckness mm-hmm. and be able to see a clear vision of where it is that we intend to be from where we are right now. 
yep yeah and uh, one more segment like you know it is more or like a closer segment a uh, second last segment of this particular episode is uh, tips or advice and we are discussing a lot more about the personal growth or the development so uh, any tips or advice would you like to give to the students or the professionals who are looking to build their career and be the leader of tomorrow so or grow in that particular area and looking that as a long term career option where they can you know lead their area of interest or be the awesome entrepreneurs or solopreneurs <laughs> Sure. Yeah, sure. I, I can start that one. Yeah. So my biggest advice, if you're looking to, you know, to grow in this kind of area is to, is to definitely need personal development. Uh, that is the number one thing in order to lead others, we need to lead ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's something that um, I we've always known about, but we just kind of like, yeah, okay, you know, just kind of kept, kept going, right. But until there was an incident that really occurred with me in, in August of 2018, um, that really transformed my life uh, from working in a an environment and a stress, very stressful and work environment that landed me in the ICU in the burn center for 10 days, uh, where leadership at that time was more focused on the bottom line, than they were valuing their employees anymore. So that really gave me a stop and a pause to really dive in a little bit more going, okay, you know, I I need to do something. How can I lead my team? How can I lead others? Let's dive in. So personal development is huge. Um, And if you're going, if you're already an entrepreneur, or if you want to become an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter because it all needs to start with, with ourselves uh, first off. So I think that's the first and foremost in my advice. I would agree with that. I think that in order in order for you to get where where you are, get from where you are right now to where you intend to be, it comes right down to how you're developing yourself. What are you learning? Mm-hmm. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Right. Mm-hmm. It was a Jim Rohn that says that you are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. Mm-hmm. So who are you spending time with? Who are you learning from? Right. And as you're learning from those people, identify ways that you can invest in yourself professionally. But it all starts with the personal side, like Sherry says, but that will develop into your professional side. Uh, Do you have a coach? Do you have a mentor? Do you have someone that you can go to that's going to help you stretch and think outside the box that that we're all in when when we start our when we start our own business? Who's going to help you get unstuck when you're stuck? Because that's going to happen in Mm -hmm. business. No matter what you do, you're going to get stuck. So who who are you bringing in to help you get out of that stuckness? Okay. Mm -hmm. Those are the tips that I I am a a firm believer on. Getting into into business coaching or um, leadership development, and we also do public speaking, getting into any of those things all fall into the realm of what you're good at. Right? Mm-hmm. What are you, what are you, what are you passionate about? And what are some of the skills that you currently have that you can sharpen to become better mm-hmm. and be around the people that are better so that you can learn from them? We all need people that are better than us so that we can learn from them and, mm-hmm. and, and, and gain the experience and knowledge from them as well. If we don't have people better than us, then we're never going to get where they are. Yeah. Right? Yes. So grow yourself, be around the right people, find yes. your, find what you're good at and find what you're passionate about and really focus on that and bring in the resources needed to get there. 
Yeah, and this is very wise actually, both of you. So thank you so much for sharing. Sure. This is definitely yeah. useful for the audience out there. And we are moving towards the closure of this particular episode, which is leadership. And we already talked a lot about. So you are truly leading your area of expertise. So what is your leadership style and any specific leader that you always follow and admire and why? Mm. Mm. So for leadership style, um, there's many different, there's, there's many different styles out there. If you do research, you're going to find all these different ideas on what the real styles are. Mm-hmm. Uh, my leadership style and everyone's is like this. So if you're out there thinking that you're one, one leadership style and that'll never change, you're fooling yourself because it will change over time. Right. Uh, so my current leadership style is one of, of what I call a, particip- a participation style with coaching blend. When I lead people, I want them all to participate in the, in the vision. I want everyone to participate in the vision equally. And as we partake in the vision equally, everyone has a stake in, in the results, right? Um, and at the same time, I love to coach those that I lead. And so my goal and any, a goal of any successful leader or good leader, I should say, is to develop other leaders, that's the goal of anybody in a company. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, Sherry and I, we have a goal of someday that we're not going to be working this business. Somebody else is going to be working this business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to develop the right people to make that happen. Um, so uh, I hope that answers that question. Um, and who do, who would, and any specific leader that I always follow and admire? One person who that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> in my stage in my life, uh, it's difficult to pick one. I would be happy Um, to hear more names. (laughs) Yeah, it's difficult to pick one. But those that have influenced me over the years that Mm -hmm. I consider uh, leaders in the leadership space uh, would be John Maxwell, uh, Mm -hmm. Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, Mm -hmm. um, Brian Tracy on the uh, the training sales side of things. But even, even, even then, even in the world, we have people that have made drastic change based upon their influence, not necessarily a title. People like Martin Luther King Jr., Abraham Lincoln, people like that throughout the world that are that were leaders, not mm-hmm. not based upon title, but because of how they influenced other people. So those are just a few of mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Sherry? Do you like to yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the specific leaders that I like, I enjoy following, um, you know, very similar to Luz, um, the the gentleman that that was uh, that he mentioned, John Maxwell, Brian Tracy. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the greats um, because they are have a, a servant leadership style. There's mm-hmm. there's so many different leadership styles, and that's just one of them. Um, where we really focus on giving value to others, and that's really really it, it aligns with our core values. So that's why I choose I choose to do that servant leadership. Uh, in that style. And as far as the admire, you know, I, I really admire Mother Teresa. Um, I really admire her and, and what she's done. She's a huge influence. Um, people wanted to follow her, not because they had to, because of what she exuded and what she, and used her influence uh, to, to really make an impact with, with individuals. So that's, that's one of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think the way you mentioned it, it is more or like, you no know, servant leadership plus having that vision, creating more leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is important as well as uh, when we talk about this leadership actually uh, so it is always there like you know uh, people like the leader who is able to connect to anybody like you know that is the power I guess right. of the leadership that you can right. easily connect to any class people any any 
person in the society like you know and that is the biggest power i guess so thank you so much for sharing about your leadership style and no doubt actually uh, through this uh, podcast i heard lot more about you know having that servant leadership because those are the most favorite within the people so thank you so much sure really, you're welcome yeah and really appreciate all your time and consideration being on the show thank you you're very you're welcome. welcome and thanks thank for you. having us yeah thank you sure. thank you so much <laughs> All right so this is all about law and Sh- sherry and hope you learned something from this particular podcast episode before we close uh, as per our tradition we are going to close today's episode with a closure quote from jane goodall which is about making a difference in the world so the quote says what you do makes a difference and you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make so on that quote we are closing today's episode see you guys in the next episode until we meet happy leading let's lead together stay safe bye for now